Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hey everybody, welcome back to another bonus episode, short and sweet here on the podcast. This is com- this is becoming kind of romantic, I gotta tell you. Like I am kind of in love with doing these short, sweet episodes. It makes my work day so fun. I love to think about what I want to share with you next. So we're just going to play with this, but I love it. Okay. I wanted to talk about something that came up with one of my clients today that I've said many times before. And that's usually what I love to teach on the podcast is something that is juicy and yummy and so helpful and good. So bon appetit before I do, um, it's called virtual realities postpartum before I do. I wanted to just give a shout out to all of my amazing, lovely clients. You guys know who you are. Um, I know you listen to this podcast and I just wanted you to hear my voice publicly exclaiming my absolute admiration of you. You are beautiful and amazing human beings. And I just so feel honored that you chose me to be the ones, the one to help you, um, go deeper in your work on yourself and with yourself and, you guys, I look up to you so much because you're so vulnerable with yourselves. And I am too, I think, um, as well. Like I know I am. <laughs> I feel it. Um, and I'm just I am I am in awe of the beauty of watching you um unfurl your banners of, you know, just really getting clear on what you're all about and um being brave enough to focus in and pay money, right. And like invest in the life you want to have that takes belief. It takes guts and it takes being willing to cross the river of misery. That is, you know, the pain of transformation, but it's so beautiful to watch you becoming and, um, remembering who you really are. I love that process. So thanks for letting me be a part of your life and your journeys. Sorry. My voice is totally kind of raspy today. I had a little bit of a cold for the last couple of days, but we're feeling a lot better. All right. So this idea of virtual realities in your mind, every thought that we think actually creates its own virtual reality in the world of psychology. Sometimes they call this cognitive bias, It's basically when your brain brings you the evidence that its thoughts dictate it to bring you. So every thought you think our brain is programmed to prove it right. And what that creates is a virtual reality. So let me give you an example. If I have the thought, there's not enough time. I can go through my day and maybe I have the exact same scheduled activities spread out in the exact same way as somebody else who's thinking the thought, I have so much time. And I want you to imagine if I were to go through that schedule, the same as the other person's schedule, but I have the thought there's not enough time. What do you think I'm going to feel? What do you think I'm going to see? And what do you think my brain's going to prove to me? Right? Again, we know our brain is, is literally programmed. Like it is going to do this every time it will bring you evidence to prove itself right. The brain 
is programmed to prove itself right. And so that is why our thoughts become our reality, even if they're not true. Now, the reason coaching is important in being a human is because it teaches you and cognitive awareness, whatever you want to call it, is it teaches you how to actually question your own mind, which your brain will not do. And at first, this process can feel self-confronting. It can feel vulnerable. It can feel even unsafe, honestly, which is why it's so important for me as the coach to create a space of safety. And for you as the person being an observer of your own thoughts to be open and kind and not judge them. It's a very sacred process, opening up your own brain and looking at what's in there. And the last thing I want any of us to do is to judge ourselves for what's in there. Let me give you another example, specifically with anxiety. Anxiety feels like this virtual reality, right? So one example, the, the, the way I see this the most is in the future. So I'm going to give another couple examples with both overwhelm and anxiety. Okay. So anxiety, here's an anxiety thought. What if da, 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 da happens, right? Fill in the blank. What if she can't sleep tonight? Let's just go with that. Let's say you have a new baby. She's two weeks old. She's still not, you know, you're like, what if she can't sleep tonight? And then your brain starts to imagine you being really tired the next day and then imagining you losing your patience and spilling something as you're pouring it and just all the things going wrong because you're tired and it really all started right. And now you can literally in those moments, you feel the anxiety and the panic in your body. You almost feel like you're trapped in that tired body tomorrow. It's almost as if you're creating the experience of being exhausted, which is what you're afraid of because you're, and you're thinking this thought, what if she doesn't sleep tonight? It all started with that one thought, but then it goes into tomorrow and you're imagining all these things. And then you literally create in your body the experience of being in the day tomorrow, feeling tired and exhausted and trapped and overwhelmed and all the things, right? And that is what I call the virtual reality. So anxiety is in fact, when you are caught in a virtual reality, isn't this fascinating and insane? So every single thought you think is its own world inside of your body and your mind. It's like a chamber. And to the extent that you're aware of that, you'll have control over it. That is the importance of cognitive awareness of knowing what your thoughts are. Let me give you one more example. Overwhelm is another one that really traps us. So I want you to imagine you're sitting on the couch and you're watching. Actually, you're not watching anything yet. You sit down after maybe something kind of arduous, a task. And so you're kind of tired and you're sitting there and you're thinking about all the other things you have to do tonight. There's like five different things and you're starting to feel overwhelmed. There's probably even more than five. You're just like, and of course you're not actually questioning really, does this need to get done? You're not sitting down and writing a list and prioritizing and getting strategic at all. You're just like sitting there and it's all in your head and it just feels so overwhelming. And you start to imagine, um, you just start to focus on all the things and you feel that overwhelm in your chest. Maybe it's tight. Maybe your breathing feels constricted. Maybe your heart's pounding a little bit. And all you want to do is just like run away, (laughs) go on a walk or something. Yeah. And so that overwhelm kind of, you start to imagine the next day 
Again, in the future, you start to imagine, let's say you have a goal too, okay? Let's say some of these tasks are for a goal you have for your, I don't know, like your church calling or something or your job. Let's say you had a goal of making this much money or doing these things by a certain date and you're like, oh, I'm not going to get it done in time and you feel overwhelmed. What's interesting is that in that moment, we actually self-sabotage, right? So we feel overwhelmed and we imagine ourselves not getting all the things done. And we start thinking thoughts like I might not be able to, and we create that in our body. We create a physiological state that perpetuates us not being able to get anything done. We can't focus very well. We are feeling super uncomfortable. Um, our brain is like, our energy is just like, it's all scattered again, a virtual reality, literally your thoughts create and put you in sometimes trap you in a virtual reality. And I say trap because when you're not aware that you're in a virtual reality and that it is just a thought that's creating this, you're like Spider-Man in Spider-Man homecoming. You're just in it and you don't know where the out is and you just believe that it's true and it is your truth and it is what's real for you. And then you go on to behave and react accordingly. So questions, I I want you to ask a couple questions and this is, I got this from my client, Jessica, but she just asks, do I want this to be true for me right now? Does this have to be true? And if not, how else could I think about this? What if it's not true that I don't have enough time? What if it's not true that I can't get it all done? And this is a way that without totally scaring your brain, because again, the brain doesn't want to be wrong. So you're not saying no, that's not true. Your brain will reject that because it's, it's positioned and it's programmed to prove itself right. But if you say, what if this isn't true, that is a skill that can help you start to deconstruct and find the first little poke up the first little hole in a virtual reality. Now, as your coach, if you have anxiety and depressiveness, or you just have some negative feelings that are troubling you on repeat, you're probably just stuck in some thought loops or some virtual realities that feel really real to you as your coach. I have a knack for, and what I'm literally paid to do. And my best skill is poking a hole and helping you see the possibility of a way out of the current way that you're feeling. And it's not a false way out. I'm not handing you fluffy little thoughts. I'm actually letting you unzip, you know, and crawl yourself out of the tent of your own little virtual reality that you're boxed in. So you can work with me by going to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult, but try this on at home. Ask yourself these questions and watch how your brain starts to disprove its own thoughts, but you have to come at it with a, what if this isn't true, but it is so, so freeing to notice what your thoughts are and to be able to deliberately change them in an authentic way, not just like a let's recite this warm, fluffy, meditative thought that we don't really actually believe, right? Like a mantra or an affirmation. That's not what I'm talking about. So go try on those questions and um, we'll talk to you guys in the next bonus episode. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon.